we've been asking the Lord, you know, how many know that 2022 is uh, pretty interesting, right? We've come out of a we've come out of a crazy three year period, really, you know. And uh, and there's something about when the Lord begins to speak. You know, the Lord's been speaking. Um, he speaks through us through everything. He's constantly speaking through our dreams, through visions, through through billboards. I mean, He is always constantly speaking. If we would just have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying at a time. So this morning, we we just felt like a. You know, the Lord has really, really called us to be, as an apostolic hub, when I, when I say the word apostolic, I want you to understand, I'm talking about a, the fivefold ministry. I'm not, you know, that, I mean, I, I just want to be very clear what I'm saying. The, the, you know, Ephesians 6 talks about, Ephesians 4, 5, and 6 actually talks about the equipping of the saints. And it talks about the establishment of the government of heaven being established here on earth. And what happens is when we see the government of heaven being established, and you see the region begin to respond to heaven being declared. And that's what we're seeing. So the land will begin to respond to what the kingdom, when the kingdom shows up. How many know that when a king shows up in a land, what happens is the land makes preparation for the king? You know, when that, that, that's what it's, I mean, that's really what it's about. So when, when a king would go into a land, what would happen is they would make the land look like wherever the king was from. Because they wanted the king to feel like he was at home wherever he went. So they, they transformed the land and the region to look like the kingdom of where the king was from. Because they, they were taking dominion over the land. And how many of you know that we are, we are kings and we are sons and daughters of the king. Therefore, here on earth, guess what we do? We get to see heaven invade earth. So we are supposed to make heaven, I mean, make earth look like heaven. So that's what, the, what, that's what it looks like when we see the government of heaven being established here on earth. And right now we are in a room full of ambassadors because we are kingdom representatives. See, listen, we're not, I'm not talking about a church lingo. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But what I'm saying is each and every one of you in this room is a leader that's destined to lead. Every one of you. There is no difference from the person that's behind the pulpit speaking to the pulpit, the person that's sitting in the chair, the person that's cleaning the toilet. We are all equal in the, in, the, in the kingdom of heaven. The only difference is there may be a different assignment at a different time for the person that's in that season. But we're all called to serve, right? Amen? We're all called to preach the good news. We're all called to prophesy. Doesn't mean you're a prophet, but we can all prophesy. So we just declare on earth as it, <clears throat> excuse me, on earth as it is in heaven that today we would see heaven touch earth and there's a kiss from heaven. So this morning what we're going to do is we're going to release strategy from the kingdom of heaven this morning. The Lord's been speaking to our team and there's, some <clears throat> there's something about the prophets and the apostles when they come together. It's, it's a recipe for revival. And how many of you know that, that the Lord will begin to share the secrets with his prophets? You know, now listen, I know some people might say, well, the prophets are not for today. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Read your Bible. They are very evident today. I'm just saying, don't be offended. But if you are, take it up with Jesus, not me. <laughs> right? Shakaboomba. <laughs> Holy Ghost. <clears throat> so I'm telling you, so we've been, been asking the Lord and, and I heard something very clear and, and as, as an apostolic house for the region, the Lord has given us a spiritual assignment, a spiritual mapping that, we're, that he has given, given us, I guess I don't want to say power and authority, but he's given us clear instructions for a 220-mile radius, that he's given us a regional apostolic prophetic so we can declare and take dominion over the territory. 
See, there's difference when you have global apostolic leaders and you have global prophets and then you have regional. And I believe the assignment the Lord has given us is about a 220-mile radius to see, which goes pretty far. But not only that, but when the Lord speaks, he also speaks in a way that there is words that are going to be released out of this house that will have a global impact. It will have a global impact, but it will have a regional influence. So the Lord is really wanting to release the Father's heart this morning. And the word that I heard from the Lord, and we're going to get into it because um, as, as we go, you're going to see the prophetic words that are going to progress. And I want you to hear with your, with your spirit and not with your mind. Because the Lord is going to declare and he's going to release some things and where we're going. And I heard the word of the Lord say for the year was going to be, he says, we are at a turning point. The body of Christ, we are in a turning point. And then the Lord said, and the bases are loaded. The bases are loaded. And I was like, wow, Lord, what does that mean? I said, that sounds powerful. As a matter of fact, when I said it for the first time, I was like, the bases are loaded. Like a wind of heaven. Oh. And I was like, what does that mean, Lord? And it wasn't until just, I don't even know, last night that the Lord began to just dump revelation. But in that process, as we go, Sister Melissa has something that the Lord has really been speaking to her for the year. Um, she has shared it with the team. And I really believe it, it's, it's a clear word from the Lord. Um, Melissa is a spiritual daughter to, to us, to this house. Uh, but not only that, but she, she is an emerging prophetic voice. And see, we need to honor the prophetic voices as the Lord is raising up a generation. You know, listen, the, our day of superstar ministry leaders, that, that, that's done with. So that's what I'm saying. We're all leaders in this house destined to lead. And there's seasons and there's timing, but there's a word of the Lord that he has put inside her belly. When I say her belly, because this is where the river is right here. And there's a river that flows out. It's the anointing that'll flow out. You crying already? <laughs> get it together, woman. Let's <laughs> get her a box, please. <laughs> Listen, and, and when I say that, and I, I want to be very clear, I'm not discounting any other prophetic voice that's in this house right now. We have a, we have a prophetic team that is amazing, but I really felt what, what was being shared, this is the, the core of where we're at today and what we're going to release. So um, I want Melissa to go ahead and start, and, and uh, I want to open up a prayer, okay? Okay. Um, Oh, man, I feel the Lord. <laughs> Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. We thank you, Lord, for this season, this time. And, Lord, we just declare, God, right now, the open heavens over this place. Lord, I just break every lie of the enemy. I come against any spirit of unbelief. I break every, every assignment of the enemy right now. Every anti-Christ spirit, you will leave in the name of Jesus right now. And I declare, God, that the ears will hear what you are declaring in this moment, God. Let us have ears to hear. Let us have eyes to see, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, right now for the direction 
right now for the, for the word that you're giving, not just to this house, God, but you're releasing a global word, God, for the body of Christ right now for direction and strategy, God, and for transformation right now in the name of Jesus that you are impacting, you will impact a generation, God, right now. And we thank you, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Go ahead, Melissa. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. For the Lord is pouring out the spirit of joy in this season. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The Caleb's and Joshua's have been called to the forefront as boldness is being released to the body. For there is a divine alignment and positioning of the government of heaven, the government that rests on his shoulders. Now is the time to get in position, for the Lord is releasing strategy to those that have eyes to see and ears to hear. The enemy thought he'd won, but the government of heaven is surrounding the camp. For 2023 will be marked by the authority of God. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Praise is your weapon, and praise will draw in and call in breakthrough. For all of heaven is behind you, and the angelic hosts are being dispatched and are prepared to fight with you. A giant outpouring of the Holy Spirit is coming in, and it will bring the body of Christ into a reality of their true identity. Get in position and stay in position, for the Lord is giving focus and clarity coming in 2023 as the body begins to function in their rightful positions. For the Lord has given the orders to aim, to aim for love. Your ancestors have also been taught to love your neighbors and hate the ones who hate you. However, I say to you, love your enemy, bless the one who curses you, do something wonderful for the one who hates you, and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. For that will reveal your identity as children of your heavenly father. The enemy thought he could recruit friends, loved ones, family members into his army. But the enemy has no foundation, leaving holes in the walls of the hearts of those he thought he had on his side. For the love arrows are being released into the hands of those in the body of Christ that surround the enemy's camp. For there is coming a time when the body will be fully aligned and positioned and the glory of the Lord will be released into the earth from the hands of the spirit of heaven and the hands of the body of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord. There's so much in that word that we need. I mean, we could unpack that, but there's just so much that that uh, in that. I almost wish that we would have read that slower because I was like, wow, we might have to read that again, Lord. <clears throat> the Lord is strategic. I'm sorry, this thing just opened up my ear. Hold up for me. Apologize. The Lord is uh, he's strategically positioning the bride in this season. 
You know, I, I remember the, uh, an encounter that I had with the Lord, and it's a, it was a prophetic encounter. And in this encounter, the Lord showed me a large mountain, and on this mountain was a humongous tree. And when I say a humongous tree, I mean it was the size of a, of a if you could line buses up in a big circumference, it was that huge. And this, mount, this tree reached all the way up into the heavens, and then it had a branch the size of of the, the trunk of the tree that extended out. And on this branch laid like millions of eggs. Eggs that, I mean, you could see eggs. They were eagle's eggs. And there was eggs as far as I could see. And, and it, was, it was overwhelming that I could see these eggs. And all of a sudden, I, I, I saw what looked like the, the, the finger of the enemy. It was the finger of the enemy, and he, and he had a hook on his nail and he would hook the, the top of the egg, and then he would stab the egg, and then he would try to pull out like whatever was inside of that. And the Lord began to speak to me how the enemy was really trying to create a spiritual assassination. It was almost like a spiritual abortion that was trying to happen on the prophetic generation. And I remember then the Lord took me to the top of this mountain, and on the very top of this mountain was another tree. You see, when the enemy was clipping the eggs, he was sticking it in there and he would pull it up. There was a frustration that happened. And I could feel the frustration in the spirit as he began to get every egg. <clears throat> because every egg was empty. So it was like he would clip it, go in there, and, like, oh. and you could feel the anger that the enemy was rising up inside the enemy. But he was going one by one by one with millions of eggs and everyone was empty. But then the Lord took me to the very top of this mountain where I began to see millions of eggs just there. And they were on this ravine and the Lord said, these ones I have kept in the secret place. He said, these ones I have kept in the secret place for such a time as this. He said, these are my eagles of fire. He said, this is a generation, it's the prophetic generation that's emerging. He said, these are the ones that I've called to be my radical end-time army. That's the remnant bride. And I really believe that we are in that season now where there's an emerging of the eagles of fire. The Lord is birthing forth a generation that are radical lovers for God. Listen. And I remember, you know, hearing Bobby Connor speak one time, and he talked about, about see, he was an old Baptist preacher. For those who know Bobby Connor, you know, he was an old Baptist preacher. <clears throat> and one time the Lord showed him people fully covered in tattoos. I mean, from head to toe. See, this might re- offend a religious person. Sorry. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but covered in tattoos. Had mohawks, different color hair, earrings from the nose to the ear. And Bobby Connor was like, oh, Lord. Because <laughs> he's an old Southern from Bullard, Texas. Oh, Lord. He said, what? Why are you showing me this, God? Said, what is this? And the Lord tells him, Bobby. <laughs> he said, this is my end time army. <laughs> So they're the ones that don't care what people think. They're the ones that will lay everything down to see the Lord move. 
You see, the Lord is raising up a generation of radical lovers. Come on. And I really feel that we are on the verge of seeing that. 2023, listen, you know, we hear this every year. There's a new word, you know, and there's always a new word for the new season. Like, oh, this is the year you open the door. This is the year of the woman. This is, and I, I get all that and praise God for those words. And I agree with those words. I do. But there's something, something different about this year. 23, we will be free. We really will. 23, we will be free. Free from bondages, right? Free from strongholds. And I really feel like that we're, we are on the verge of just seeing breakthrough come. This whole word that, that Melissa released from the Lord, it talked about positioning. And I know it's a lot to unpack, so I want to encourage those that are here to go back and re-watch the video. And I want you to grasp it because we, we kind of went through that too fast, and I, but I want us to grab it. And I don't want us to miss every word because it's so important. It really is. For the season that we're in right now, every one of us needs to be chewing on that meat. So Pastor Jeff, uh, he has another portion to this. All right. I didn't really expect to be up here. But anyway. <laughs> Just obeying. Um, this word has several segments. It begins with financial blessing. And the, I want you to catch in this first part, though, is it's about joy more than it is about stuff. Okay. Uh, the Lord is going to release financial blessing in a greater and a different way this year than he has in the past. And there's two, there's two parts to this. I believe that um, if you have like investments or something like that, you might look at maybe an early harvest instead of waiting until something's old. Okay? That's one part. But the most important part, and I think where his heart is on this, is the Lord is wanting to bless people that feel like God's going to bless people, and it's going to, here's what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like suddenly God remembered you. People that have been in lack for a long, long time, there's going to be blessing, and it's going to feel like Suddenly, God remembered me. And, and don't run away from that feeling. Enjoy the blessing with the Lord. He wants you in joy. Okay? There's a verse in uh, Joel that speaks along that line. It's Joel 2.19. It says, the Lord will reply. He's talking about people that have been under oppression for a long time. He says, the Lord will reply, look, I am sending you grain and new wine and olive oil, enough to satisfy your needs. You will no longer be an object of mockery among the surrounding nations. And you can translate the word nations to mean peoples. It doesn't have to be international, okay? Okay. Among your kinfolk, among people that know you, 
you'll no longer be looked down on, no longer be con feel condemned. And the second part is God is going to give us strategy for spiritual warfare. And you might think, well, that doesn't have anything to do with me. I believe it does. All of us are warriors. God is saying that we are going to, each of us, receive strategies. And that it will have regional and global consequences. And I want to encourage anyone watching now or in the future, if God touches your heart with something, grab onto it. You might not attend here, but grab it. The Holy Spirit's offering it to you, okay? So anyway, we'll have global and regional consequences for spiritual warfare. And that means for us believers, especially beginning now, increase our prayers for those who are on the front lines. We need to increase our prayers for our prophets, increase our prayers for our apostles, increase our prayers for our intercessors, we are all intercessors, but there are people that are in the office. We need to increase our prayers for them. We need to protect them emotionally. We need God to protect them from demonic assault physically and financially. Okay? The number one way that Satan is defeated is that believers will overcome Satan in their own lives and with the people they know. When the 70 came back and told Jesus, look, even the demons are subject to us. <clears throat> Jesus said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And then that same vision of Jesus is foreshadowed in the book of Revelation where it says they overcame him by the blood, by their testimony, and by their the, how much they loved God. And it says they, they didn't consider themselves they didn't consider their lives, you know. They didn't want to protect their own lives, okay. When we operate in our daily lives and we conquer the demons that are around us, it pulls down the heavenly host. The next segment is God is giving us a strategy right now. And this is very practical, okay? God is giving us the strategy. He wants us to share the fire in the coming year. We all want to see our church, and online, your, your church, and our city, and our nation on fire for God, right? That's what we're all about. We want to see them on fire for God. But I believe that God's strategy for the near future on that, for that to happen is for each of us to get next to somebody and share our fire. When you put two burning sticks together, the fire gets bigger, right? And if you put a burning stick next to a stick that's not burning, guess what? The not burning one catches fire. You know what that means? They get saved, right? Find, make it intentional. Make it purpose in your heart. Don't do this by accident. Find someone you can share your fire with. Find someone. And, and, and what do I mean by sharing your fire? I mean, share where you're growing in your life. Share with, where, what God is doing in your life. 
it's not supposed to be like a gossip fest, okay? Talk about things that are good, pure, and lovely. You know how it works. You know how it works. Share the fire. Keep it good. Then, going right along with that, I believe, is God is asking us as believers to accept the assignment. He's passing the baton of the ages to the church. This is a weighty responsibility to take over that which the ages have carried and carry it ourselves. It seems like it might be too much for us, but we, we receive it, Lord. We receive it. Each of us needs to carry forth the work of the kingdom. I know I hear the word transition and shift, and, and we hear these things all the time in the body of Christ. I encourage you not to take the attitude of it's just another one of those things. I encourage you to realize God is doing something today. He's made purpose in your heart to go with what he wants to do. This is not ho-hum. This is not ho-hum. This is not just doing a new thing. It's doing a very, very old thing. Right? And the only way we can do that is to be protected in humility. A lot of people think that they are humble, but they won't adapt their schedule to somebody else's. Right? They won't clean up somebody else's mess. A lot of times, even when you do clean up a mess, it's like at arm's length. God wants us to step into the situation. Be all in. You know, we talk about cleaning toilets a lot. It's, you know, it's, it's a metaphor, right? There's all kinds of messes. God wants you to step in. James 4, 7 says, humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Humble yourselves in 4.10. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. We cannot carry the weight of the authority that he's giving us in this season in pride. Or in laziness. We have to be humble and yielded to God. We have to be able to hit our knees and have the humility of our lives keep us from damage, okay? And then the last thing I feel like the Lord is saying is this is going to be a time when the church begins to find its voice, okay? The sign is, the sign has been faded, Right? But he is asking us, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, 
even penetrating as the division of soul and spirit. And it says more. But God wants us to decree and declare his word from our mouths so that he can perform it. There's power. There's power that we haven't walked in coming this year. There's power. The decree is written in fire. It is active. It is alive. It is unpredictable. And it's God's word. We've known for a long time that our words carried power. <clears throat> I believe the fiery letters are increased power in our lives and responsibility, to be frank. The kingdom of God is increasing in our finances, in our spiritual warfare, in our consecration and evangelism, in our responsibility and authority. <clears throat> humility and in our speech wow a lot of glory so father we thank you for that lord you know <clears throat> excuse me I just look back at what we've come out of, the season that we've all been in. And uh, when I heard the Lord say that we were at a turning point, um, that's encouraging. You know, sometimes the Lord will speak to us in ways that we understand. And, and sometimes as, as, as a, in the prophetic, what happens is the Lord will give us visions or he'll speak to us audibly or he will speak to us how we would understand and, you know, so every person had a process on how the Lord spoke to them, whether it's through a dream or through a vision or through multiple multiplicity throughout the, the year that, that will compile the word for, for 2023. And I, I feel that it's important that I share this portion because of, of the turning point, because it's just it seems to be the uh, <clears throat> the the framework of it. But the way that the Lord showed it was how the body of Christ had been on a journey. And that we'd be, we had been in this journey traveling. See, every one of us in this place, is a, we've been on our journey with the Lord. We've been in our own season. We've been in our own walk. Some of it's been really good. Some it's been really, really bad. Encouraged. Some have been, you know, we've seen hope deferred really kind of come in. And hope deferred will make your heart sick. <clears throat> but I saw in the spirit, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that we were driving, we were on this road. And to the left of us, to the left of the bride, was a huge mountain range. And see, the mountain range represented the obstacles. It represented the, 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 the lack of vision. Because... When there's something that huge, you can't see beyond what's in front of you. 
So the mountain represented the obstacle and the lack of vision, but the body of Christ was just getting along. And I remember when we were driving one time, <clears throat> this is just the Holy Spirit, but we were driving one time through the, the areas of, I don't even remember where we were at, honestly, but Arizona, and they go through the desert. <laughs> but there's a point where you see a sign that says, from this point on, there's nothing. <laughs> Literally, there's that sign. It says, for the next 100 miles or whatever, there's no gas. There's no water. There's no store. As a matter of fact, it's got a picture of a skull. Like, like get ready. Like, you will die. <laughs> but I remember this. And it was crazy because we were running out of gas. And we were like, ah, we'll be okay. Super, And we did. Supernatural Lord gave us gas. <clears throat> but we were, you know, in this time, this mountain range is an obstacle that you cannot see. And we were, the body of Christ was on this journey. And we were barely getting by. But then the Lord took us to a point where the mountain range ended and turned. And that's when the Lord said, we're at a turning point in the body of Christ. And that the blockages were being removed and that the perspective was going to change and he was going to open our eyes to see heaven's reality. See, we have been in a season, when I see a season, there's, we go through moments of time in our walk with the Lord, whether... <clears throat> We're in our time of discipleship, whether we're in our time of, of servanthood, whatever that looks like, we go through those seasons. And I really feel like we are in a season where the Lord is changing the lenses on how we see. Go ahead. I, I just want to share something because I really felt the Lord just say, you know, I had this encounter one time and I was running through the forest really, really fast. And I was running in fear in the forest. And in my mind, I automatically assumed that what was chasing me, what I was running from, were the giants on the land. And the Lord said, look again. Look again. And when I looked again, it wasn't the giants I was, that was running after me. It was the angels of the Lord that were running with me. And that's the the perspective change that we have to make in our minds this morning, that we are not running from the giants in fear that roam the lands, but we're running with the angelic that are here to co-labor with us this season to take down things that we have not any Come power, yes. but through the co-laboring of the angelic. And you have to understand your perspective has to change. The giants you've been seeing in your life are not necessarily giants. It may, if you look again, if you look again at what you've seen as a giant in your life and you look at it again, the Lord is going to show you a different side of it. Wow. Wow. See, I, I want us to really allow that to penetrate our spirit. Let, let's not let just words that we're speaking today just kind of be something you hear and then it's like it's over. There is a waitingness for this word this morning. 
but we're at a turning point. And I want to read what the Lord has given us, and I feel where we are at. The Lord said, prepare to see a shift. We are at a turning point. This past season, the mountain of the world has caused hope deferred to rise. He said 2022 was a time of the pressing and the crushing for many. The Lord says, I was in the pressing. I was in the, I was in the pressing and the oil produced this past season will protect you and launch you in this next. For <laughs> it'll launch you into the next. For I am shifting the gears, says the Lord. Though the climb may be challenging, it will be easy for those who are gazed upon the Lord. We are at a turning point, says the Lord. There will be a shifting in the land that will cause unity in the body to emerge. It will bring great restoration to the people and families will be restored. The Lord says, I am peeling back the scales of the old patterns and the mindsets. We are at a turning point. The obstacles that hindered the vision are being removed. And as we turn this season, so does our perspective and the view. Heaven's reality will now become yours. He says, heaven's reality will be awoken in the bride. The Lord is removing spiritual cataracts this morning. Cataracts that have caused the blindness to come to the eyes. And just as we see in the sea of Revelation, the S-E-E, of revelation the Lord is revealing the cresting waves of his presence I'm going to hold off right there there was an encounter that the Lord took me to one time and in this encounter I was taken into a, a beautiful vast blue water and it was, it was like a deep purple beautiful it was blue purplish and, and, and I was able to look, and I could see as far as I could get, see. And the Lord says, this is the sea of revelation. Not the S-E-A, but the S-E-E, where we can see. He said, and in the sea of revelation, he says, each wave has a name. And I remember the Lord allowed me to see the first two waves that came in that season. And the first wave that came was called um, 
restored vision. And the second one was called vision. And what would happen as the wave would come, the cresting of the wave, it would say, restored vision. So the Lord is saying, I am removing spiritual cataracts that has caused blindness. And just as it is in the sea of revelation, the Lord is revealing the cresting of his presence. In 2022, there was a release of vision over the land. But many closed their eyes and they chose fear over faith. In 21 and 22, the Lord said, the waves of restored vision were released over the bride. And it was a time of healing and restoring and building. He said, but in 2023, there's a new wave that's here. This wave is double portion. It's a double portion wave and its cresting resides in the name of grace and new vision. New vision is here, says the Lord, and it is marked by his grace. In 1 Corinthians 12, 9, it says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for the power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather boast about my weakness, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. This wave is a 2 Corinthians 12, 9 wave. The Lord says that his grace will be sufficient for you. The Lord says, with vision comes the awakening. We're at a turning point, the Lord says. He says, don't look to the left, don't look to the right, but look to the Holy Spirit. For we are in a time of great deception. But those whose eyes are fixed upon the Lord will not be deceived. The Lord is creating a stirring of a holy conviction that will return the hearts of man back to the Father. 1 Kings 18.37 says, O Lord, answer me. Answer me so these people will know that you, O Lord, are God and that you have brought them back to yourself. The Lord says, I have called you for such a time as this. This turning point will cause the bride to be awakened from a spiritual slumber. The Lord said this, I am sounding the alarm. <laughs> I want to read this the way that I heard it. He says, I'm sounding the alarm. I'm ringing the bell. <laughs> There's a sound that's being released right now. It's a sound of awakening. <laughs> Holy Ghost. 
We've been in a slumber. Jesus. He's ringing the bell. Beloved, we are at a turning point. Twenty twenty three, we will see a mass harvest of souls. They will come to the revelation of Jesus. The Lord says, I am mobilizing and I am strategizing a love army of apostles, prophets, and evangelists. He said, prepare to see a mass movement and gathering worldwide where the governments will begin to fall. We will see the kingdom of God unite and rise. We are at a turning point, the Lord says. Prepare to see our nation call upon the church. National and state level government will begin to seek the righteous for heavenly strategy and wisdom. The Lord is establishing the government of heaven here on earth. And as we begin to see it established, so shall the land begin to respond. The Lord said, even the dirt of the land will begin to produce fruit. He said his promise is the seed that can produce this type of fruit. The Lord says, I'm establishing hubs in the nation that are strategically placed. They are the pockets of fire that will be used to send the flaming arrows of his presence. He said, they are my launching pads. (laughs) These hubs have been kept in my secret place. See, it was those eagles. I have kept them in a secret place. The fivefold is being established, and the government of heaven are the pillars for this next wave. The apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the evangelists, the teachers are being positioned for the harvest. The Lord says we are at a turning point, and the bases are loaded. And the next one up to bat is Jesus. And with each hit from the Lord, I know we're, um, let's just hear what the Lord's saying. With each hit from the Lord, it was a launching and ascending that was taking place. And the Lord said, the loaded basis is what brought the victory. The Lord said, 
The loaded bases are my home bases. The home bases was a representation of the hubs that the Lord is establishing globally. The Lord said they are locked and they are loaded. And they are preparing for the launching. He says, we are at a turning point, church. There will be a shaking that's coming that will be seen and heard all over the nation. On December the 22nd, 2022, just a couple days ago, weeks, at 3.30 in the morning, there was an earthquake that hit Ohio. It was a 2.5. There's a shaking that's coming. It happened at 3.30 in the morning in Fostoria. Fostoria was known for, and I didn't know this, but it's known for its making of the glass. They make glass. The crystal glasses and they blow glass and the beauty of the glass, the clarity. But see, the Lord says there's an awakening and there's a shaking and it's coming. And then he gave me the 3.30 in the morning was the Jeremiah 33. Three. Ask me and I will tell you the remarkable secrets that you do not know about the things to come. And then he spoke the Revelation 3, 3. And I'm going to share this word because this may hit home for some. But the Lord showed me something. He showed me the bride and in this vision that I had, the bride was walking around and they kept smelling themselves. They're like, what is that smell? And everywhere they walked, they smell like poop. And they kept trying to find where it was coming from. They were looking at their shoes. They were looking what it was. Kept putting cologne and sprays on to cover up the smell of the poop. And the Lord said, I will bring, and listen, I want you to hear my heart when I say this because this is one of those words that I don't want it to be misrepresented by the Lord. But when I say the word expose, the Lord is going to begin to expose areas of our lives to ourselves. Because many of us have been walking around smelling like done. And we try to mask it. And we try to cover up the smell. And sometimes we even blame it on the person that's next to us. He 
He says, it's time. Part of 2023 will be a time of exposing. It will be. But I don't believe it's going to be the time of brother exposing brother. Or the body coming against the body. It's going to be the Lord exposing areas that we need to have victory in. And he's going to remove the facade that we create for ourselves that we say, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. And then the Lord says, the picture would be for the 3.30 is the Revelation 3.3. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message for the one that has a sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. He says, wake up. Strengthen what little remains for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. There is a requirement that the Lord is asking for the bride this season. It is a cry of awakening right now. That's why the Lord said, I'm sounding the alarm. It's time to wake up. I'm ringing the bell. The church has been, has been dead too long. We go through our services and we do what we do. Some of us fall asleep in church. You know, when we moved to Ohio, when the Lord brought us to Ohio, we had no idea we were going to be coming to Ohio. For those that know the story, the way the Lord did it. But the way that he moved us here was out of the Isaiah 22, 22. That was the word. And he said there was a double portion on that word. And I will put the, give you the keys of the house of David. And I will open the doors that no man can open. I will shut the doors, right? It was the very thing that moved us to Ohio. This earthquake hit December the 22nd of 2022. The Lord is shutting some doors this season. And he's opening up the new doors. The Lord says, get ready because I'm about to put Ohio on display. For the world to see. That's the thing about the glass. If you ever heard somebody say, you live in a glass house, you can see everything. That's what they would tell about pastors and leaders. Like, man, a pastor, you live in a glass house. Everybody's always watching you. Fostoria, they make the glass. He says, I will put Ohio on display for the world to see. 
And there will be a shaking that is coming that will be seen and heard all over the nation, says the Lord. Amen. I want to add to that because they make glass in Faustoria, and what bends and molds glass? Fire. And we can, yeah, fire and wind, and the blowing of the wind on the fire. And I believe that's why we're having to relook at ourselves. Because when the Lord highlights Ohio to the world, that's what's been spoken over our state that Ohio would be highlighted to the world, not just the state, it's to the world. They're going to look as a nation, they're going to look on Ohio for certain things. And so we have to be, we have a responsibility, like Pastor Jeff and Apostle Pete were saying, we have a responsibility to the body of Christ this season. And, um, and I'm so excited for what God's going to do. And at the same time, I'm just like in awe of God. We cannot miss during this process the awe of who he is because we will miss areas where the Lord shows up for us and we no longer become awed with him anymore. And we just take it like, oh, it's just another thing God's doing. No, we need to continue to be awed with God and be amazed with who he is. And, you know, this turning point is not just for our state, but it's for our nation. And, and uh, the Lord was speaking to me about our nation. And this past year, there was a lot of positioning taking place with the hubs. There was a conversions of pastor ran church that they were converting to an apostolic fivefold ministry. And they were asking how, because they were so hungry and desperate for a change. And I remember hearing this from the Lord that with the, the birthing the, and the conversions of the hubs, that it allowed an alignment with heaven that now the government of heaven can now come and the kingdom of God can be established here on the earth as it is in heaven. We are such in a great season as a nation. And I, and I hear like, even, even last night we were hearing prophetic words and people talking prophetically. And as a prophet, we have to be careful what we speak over our nation because we can easily agree with the plans of the enemy without even realizing it. That's right. And we take it as, you know, everything Melissa was sharing about us seeing into the enemy's camp. If we see the bad things the enemy's doing, I'm telling you right now, it's so that way we can take dominion over those things to shift those things from happening. It is not meant for us to agree with it and be startled and in fear from those things that we are seeing in the spirit. It is so that way we can counteract it with the working of heaven here on earth that things begin to shift for the body of Christ. Um, when we first moved here, the Lord was telling me, I thought this was for then, but the Lord told me it's for now. Um, we were in worship. Worship is key this season. You want breakthrough? You worship. You want to hear from God? Worship. You, you want to get revelation? Worship. 
get on your face. Getting on our face this season is so vital right now. Getting in the secret place is so vital right now. Because what happens is when you get in that secret place, you get under the wing of the Lord. And the Lord can come mend and heal areas of your life that you need healing in, in being in the secret place with the Lord. It's intimate time, relationship with the Father in those moments. And he comes in and touches you in areas you need to be touched that you need healing in. And only he can give you that. Nothing you try to fill with those voids will ever work for you. I promise you. It'll never work for you. But I remember being in worship one night. And I remember seeing the, the enemy the enemies and the soldiers and I remember hearing how loud the sound was from the enemy's army coming and and I remember when I heard the sound of the enemy coming I remember the Lord was telling me don't look at the enemy don't look how ugly the enemy is don't look how at the how big the army is he says I need you to stay focused on the gates and as I was seeing the gates, I thought it was just for Ohio, but the Lord these past months here said it wasn't just for Ohio, it was for our nation. And he says, the enemy thought he was gaining ground. He was taking over the land. And all of a sudden I began to see the angels come quickly. They began to repair the gates again, the gates that had been broken. And all of a sudden, the angels began to position themselves at the gates again. And they've been there guarding these gates. And now this season, because of the hubs opening up and the government of heaven coming, they are now waiting for the body of Christ, the sons and daughters, to take position at these gates with the government of heaven to bring change here on the earth for our nation. And I, I began to see... I don't want to go ahead of myself here. That's why identity has been taught over and over and over and over again. Because if you don't know who you are, the enemy will deceive you and will take you out of the position God has given you this season in the kingdom of God here on earth. As the gates were, were repairing and the angelic were there, these apostolic hubs, they are the gatekeepers of the different states. So every time that there's a hub that opens or a conversion with the apostolic and the fivefold, it begins to open up the government of heaven here on the earth. And the more that we have, the merrier it's going to be because it's more positioning for the gatekeepers. And I know that the gatekeepers have a responsibility for the region that they're assigned to. They have a responsibility that they need to understand the times and the seasons and use their discernment in that, that there's times and seasons for certain things to come into the region. And they have to begin to position themselves to hear from God.
I also heard that these these places that were set up already, the gatekeepers were going to have the keys. The keys that he's talking about in Isaiah 22, 22, those are the keys that we are carrying. They're the keys of authority for our nation. And, and I began to read, and it, it says, Matthew 16, 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. This is where we need to stand from. That when we look at situations, we need to begin to bind them, and we need to begin to lose heaven again here on earth. Because we've done a poor job in that, because the first thing that we do when we have an affliction or hurt or pain is we forget who we are. We forget our purpose and our destiny. And I'm telling you, this season, you need to put the kingdom of God first. You have to put the king of all kings first first in your life because when you do that he will begin to unfold to you who you're called to be and your assignment this season for where you're at the gates were always the entryway unto an unknown place or great significance the gates were a doorway into the city they were there were, that's where the prophets would cry out and the kings judged. And people would meet there at the gate. But the most important part of the gate was what it says in John 10. And it says, the good shepherd and his sheep. And in verse, it says at John 10 in verse 1, I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief or a robber. But the one who enters in through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. We've got to recognize his voice this season. He calls us his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his flock, he walks ahead of him, ahead of them. Who's going to walk ahead of us? The Lord. And they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They won't run from him because they don't, they, because they don't know his voice. Those who heard, verse 6, Jesus used the illustration, didn't understand what he meant. So he explained to them, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were, all that came before me were thieves and robbers. But the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved they will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give him a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrificed his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. 
He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him. And he isn't their sheep. And so the wolves attack them and scatter the flock. This hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I'm telling you right now, there are people in the body of Christ right now, and they're doing that very thing. They are the hired hands that have come working only for the money, and they don't really care about the sheep. But I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and they know me. Just as my father knows me, I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that is not in the sheepfold. And I must bring them also. This is the harvest. They will listen to my voice and they will be one flock with one shepherd. I will say that again to all the hubs and all the apostolic places in our nation. It is one sheep herd. It is one flock with one shepherd. The father loves me because I sacrificed my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have the authority to lay it down when I want to, and I also take it up again. (laughs) For this is what my Father has commanded. And when he said these things, the people were again divided in their opinions about him. Some said he was demon-possessed and out of his mind. Why listen to this man like that? Others said, this doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? They were trying to figure out the Lord with their mindsets. I'm telling you, you need to give your heart to the Lord today. And completely give your heart to the Lord today. So you don't misunderstand when the Lord is showing up in areas of your life thinking things about the Lord that are not true and the works of the Lord and the supernatural and the miracles and how the move of God comes in. I'm telling you, you have to pray and ask God, don't let me be offended by how you come into my life to show me the miracles, to show me the healings. Don't let us be offended in our mindset, Lord, but let us see you as the good shepherd that is here for the flock, Lord. That whatever it is the flock needs, we're going to have good pastors and a good life. Proverbs 1, it talks about at the head, it's uh, chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. At the head of the the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? And how long will scoffers delight in their scoffering? And fools hate knowledge. If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. 
I will make my words known to you. Here in Proverbs, it's talking about wisdom and wisdom crying out. Wisdom is crying out right now at the gates. And the Holy Spirit is saying, please listen to the wisdom that I am pouring out from heaven in this hour. Please take heed that when I speak to you, that you begin to have wisdom beyond your own years, beyond your own knowledge, beyond what you've known to be in your life. This wisdom is from heaven. It is not going to be something you can figure out this season. Genesis 22:17 talks about Abraham's blessing from the Lord. That it was the promise that your offspring shall possess the gates of his enemies. We will possess the gates even though you think the enemy has possessed them. Even for our nation, it's a lie. Because there is a promise that he gave Abraham years ago that his offspring would possess the gates. And it is in that time right now that we possess the gates again as the body of Christ. With the government of heaven. When Jesus promised to build his church, he said in Matthew 16, 18... He says, the gates of Hades will not overcome it. (laughs) Since a gate was in a place where rulers met and counsel was given, Jesus was saying that all the evil plans of Satan himself will never defeat the church. I'm going to say this again for those that are going to watch from around our nation. He will never defeat the church. That is a promise from the Father to us. In the King James Version, version, uh, it says, Matthew 16, 18, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell cannot come and knock these gates down this season. They will not. And we may see some resistance in the land, but it doesn't matter how much resistance is there from the enemy. He cannot take over the gates in the land again. And it's up to us to begin to position ourselves and rise up in this hour as sons and daughters, knowing who you are in him, that you have the authority in your mouth, in your belly with the living waters to begin to move in boldness and authority. Where does the boldness come from? From the throne of the Lord. Because we sing about it all the time, that I may be bold to approach your throne. (laughs) The angel breakthrough is here in our nation right now. And when the angel breakthrough comes, a whole bunch of angels come with breakthrough. I'm also going to share this part. Because it's important. 
that there be unity in these hubs this season. Because I had a dream one day, and in this dream, I saw the pioneers from different states, and they were calling one another because one pioneer could see into the other region of what the enemy's plans were. And they were giving specifics of where the enemy was coming to attack. They were giving, uh, I mean, I'm not even a person of the army, but they were giving um, coordinates of where the enemy was going to hit next. I believe some of the prophets are getting some of this right now. They're getting where the enemy's going to hit. But I'm telling you, even though we can see where the enemy's going to hit, it's for preparation for us to begin to position people, those hits are not going to come, and they're not going to stay there. It is going to come through our worship, and it is going to come through our prayer for those regions that the attacks of the enemy will not come and cause any destruction. The pioneers working together in the hubs, in the apostolic, in the fivefold. Why? Because unity it begins to pull heaven. That's right. Unity is what the kingdom of God is all about. And if we can unify as a nation, that, you know, some of us have to put our personal emotions, our personal thoughts aside to bring unity amongst the hubs and amongst the ministries over our nation in this hour. And the way, the way you're going to do that is by putting the kingdom of God first. Because when you put the kingdom of God first, every choice, every decision you make is based off putting the kingdom of God first. It's no longer what's best for you. It's what's best for the kingdom of God. And that every decision you make, it matters. Amen. Wow. That's a lot of stuff this morning. I just want to be obedient really quick because there's an atmosphere of just open heavens right now. Um, young woman right here next to Tom. Yes. What's your name? Chelsea. Chelsea, I just saw something from, from the Lord for you. And uh, I want you to know that you're on his heart. You really are on the Father's heart. And, and you know, the way the Lord will show me things, he'll show me things the way I can be able to understand and then I'll give you an understanding of what I'm saying uh, uh, an interpretation if I can um, but I saw you and you had a guitar in your hand um, and I said well Lord I don't know if she's a guitar player you know I don't know but but I feel like that's something the Lord's doing and you you had the guitar and it was almost like it was a sunburst color like it had multiple colors, red and orange. And um, and then you had it on you. And then all of a sudden it flipped. And it went from a right side to a left side. And then it flipped again. And it went to the other side. And then it turned from a guitar, it turned into a compass. And this compass had a needle. And it was going north, south, east, and west. And and it was going, and there's a call for worship on your life. And he's going to use you because it's a call to the nations 
that you, you're going to step into. And you're going to see people with your voice and what you have, you're going to bring impact globally. And I don't know if you are a worship leader or if you're a worshiper or if you sing or you play guitar, but there is a call for worship on your life that the Lord's going to enhance. And I saw you going places and doors were going to open up and people were going to allow you to come in. There's going to be invitations that people are going to come and it's going to be like, I don't even know what's going on, but people are asking me to come here and go there and go there. But it's because the goodness of the Lord that's upon your life. There's great favor on you. There's great favor and I see blessings of finances coming your way. Like you've been asking the Lord, like I, there's so much dream. You're a dreamer with the Lord. You're a dreamer. And he says, dream big, Chelsea. Dream big. You're a daughter of the king. <laughs> oh. And, oh, Jesus. And I see the Lord bringing joy upon you because he just showed me when you were a little girl. And I saw like I saw you in pigtails. This is wild. But I just saw you in pigtails, and there was a moment in time when you were asking, like, let me do my own hair. <laughs> I don't know why the Lord showed me those things, but I know that he, he, he wants you to know that he's in the details for you, and he's personable, and, he, and he, he's for you, and he loves you. Yeah. And there's a freedom that's coming. I just, yeah. there's a freedom that's coming to you. Like really, like freedom. Like just put your hands up. Just put your hands up. Lord, freedom. Freedom. Oh, release your freedom, God. Oh, your glory, God. <laughs> oh, the joy of the Lord will be your strength, Chelsea. <laughs> oh, the favor of the God, favor of God is your portion. Oh, Jesus. Oh, just receive it. Oh, just receive it. <sighs> you have something on that? I saw you writing things down in a journal. It was like a notebook, and I saw you writing things down. And I saw as soon as you wrote it that it would lift off the pages and it would happen. <laughs> and I believe that's why the Lord is saying to dream big with him and to write your dreams down on the paper because you're going to start to see it in front of your eyes that he's really, truly real and he's tangible. And that what you write down, he hears your prayers and he hears your dreaming. And I just saw you like so free with the Lord, just dancing with the Lord. I know that the Lord is going to come different, differently this season to you in your worship. And you're going to feel, it's going to almost feel like there's air underneath your feet as you dance with the Lord. And it's going to be so beautiful. <laughs> it's going to feel like you can do anything at that moment. 
Come and on. he's going to let you feel that on purpose good, because you uh, need to know that with him, all yeah. things are possible. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Um, sister right here next to you. Um, what's your name? Nancy. Um, the Lord says you're his beautiful rose. I saw you as a beautiful rose. And he says, I had to remove those people I had to remove those people and I had to, he says, because I, I'm seeing you as a rose, but he says, I, it was for your protection. Every rose has a thorn, but your thorn was for your protection because there's been those that have tried to handle you and there's been those that have tried to, 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 but the thorn was for your protection to keep those things away from you. He said, you're in a time of your beauty and the splendor, and I'm about to unveil you. And those prayers that you've been asking, and you've been seeking the Lord, and I'm almost sure you say, well, what about me, God? When is my forever coming? He says, I am your forever. He says, I love you so much, Nancy. I love your smile. I love it when you pray. <laughs> and I see the Lord giving you a new pair of shoes this season. And there's peace that's coming. Where you've been in a battle, it might have felt like. And you might have felt like, oh, why is the warfare so hard? He says, I'm about to make it very easy for you. Because you're his beautiful rose. I can even smell it. saw when the Lord came behind you and um, <laughs> it's like he wants you to know that he's there with you this season and I saw his hand come touch the bottom part of your back and you thought it was somebody touching you and you turned around and nobody was there the Lord said in that moment that's when you knew that he was there with you and he's like I've never left and even the attacks and the, the heaviness, all those things were because you were in war for your family. But the Lord is touching your family. 
And your Lord, the Lord is doing a work in your family this season. That's right. And that's why the things are going to get easy because it's no longer up to you to do the work and to do things for them. It's the Lord himself coming to them and revealing to them who he is. And so it's going to pull off all the weight, all the worries, all the burdens from you this season. I don't know what you do as far as uh, if you work or you're in business or, or what, but, but I just saw the Lord bringing blessings to your finances. I saw you go in an elevator, and it was a glass elevator. And when you hit the button, you went all the way up. But as you were going higher and higher and higher, I just can't see dollar signs, dollar signs. So I just feel like the Lord's about to bless you financially, whether the Lord's going to either an inheritance or there's a blessing that's coming, but there's blessings from the Lord that are coming your way, Nancy. <laughs> I don't know if you have a business already, but if you don't have one, you are going to have one. And I really saw biz the Lord opening up doors for business this season for you. And I believe that's where the finances are going to come to. He's going to bless your vision that you have for the business. And it's going to be all him who does it. <laughs> you're going to stand back one day and you're going to be in awe of him. And you're going to be like, wow, how did this even happen, God? It's dreaming with him. That's how it happens. He brings everything you need to create the vision that he's giving I actually saw you playing tug of war. Um, it was like tug of war with a season. And the Lord, it had been a long time. You'd been fighting <laughs> to pull. And, and the Lord came up behind you and told you, I heard him say, it's okay to let go. Just let go of the rope. It's okay. And because, <laughs> and then he said, watch what I do. Just take hold of my hand and watch what I do. And that's when I saw him take you higher. Wow. Yeah. Let's stand. Oh, Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Lord. And Lord, like you said, Lord, we're at a turning point, God. So, Father, we right now, this day, God, we, we agree with the word of the Lord. Father God, and we take this turn, God. No longer will we stay in a pathway of, of, of lack of vision, God, but we declare, God, Today would be a day of open eyes and open ears, God. Lord, that we are at a turning point, God, and we are turning our season, God. We're turning from wicked ways, God. We're turning from dark places, God. And we are saying yes to you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, God. Lord, as we enter in this new year, God, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. You've already taken the steps. You've already uh, have completed it, Lord. There's nothing that you don't know, Jesus. You've gone before us, Lord. 
We thank you for the angelic host, God, that you've assigned, Lord, to our lives, to our, our ministries, God, to our families, Jesus. But right now, Father, we say more. We're, we're, we thank you for the increase, God, for the blessings of 2023, God, that this will be a year of no lack, Lord, that there will be no lack in our families, God, that you're restoring, God, you're building, God, you're reuniting, God, families and businesses, God, and homes, Lord. Right now, Jesus, we agree, God. We break agreement with illnesses, God. We, we, we curse the root of infirmity. COVID will have nothing in 23. We speak health and victory over our bodies right now, Lord. God, we speak to the, the molecular structure, God, right now of our bodies, Lord. Oh, divine health in the name of Jesus. Oh, every blood vessel, every tissue, every molecule, we command it to come under subjection of the kingdom of heaven. Every bone, every tissue, right now. Oh, Jesus. And we say open heavens everywhere we go, in our cars, in our homes, in the stores. Everywhere, Lord. You are there, God. 2023, we will be free. No more bondages, Lord. No more addictions, God. No more strongholds. Right now, we decree and declare, today is a new day. This is a new year. Oh, we're not alone. We're not alone. Yeah. You never leave us. Oh no, you're not alone. Yes. God, we just speak that even as a nation, Lord, that death, you have to leave our nation this year. We speak life to our nation this year. Yes, Lord. That there would be life and only life, God. Things would begin to live again, God. The body of Christ would begin to live again, God. According to what you speak, Lord. That our praise is our weapon this season, Lord. We will praise you, Lord. We will worship you, Lord, this season, Lord. And we begin to see the shift, Lord, as we praise and worship you, Father. God, we pray for the hubs, for those in our nation, God, that you've assigned this season, Lord, as gatekeepers, Lord. I pray that you give them good health, Lord. I pray that you keep them positioned, Lord. And I pray that wisdom would come in those gates, Lord. That we would hear the cry of wisdom from the gate, Lord. And we would take heed to what wisdom is going to give us as a nation, Lord. 
Give us wisdom from heaven, Lord, from the Holy Spirit. Lead us, Lord. Lead us, Lord. Lead us, Lord, to take ground again, to take land again, God. God, we just choose to move forward this day, Lord. We choose to move forward and not look back, Lord. We choose to move forward and not look back. You need to say that out loud this morning. We choose to move forward and not look back. We choose to move forward and not look back. That's your breakthrough right there. That's your breakthrough right there. We choose to move forward and not look back. We leave the sickness behind, Lord. We leave the tragedies. We leave the trauma behind. We leave the 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 the, the sick, Lord. The the hope deferred, Lord. We leave that behind this season, Lord. The hope deferred that makes our hearts sick. We leave it behind, Lord. We disagree with heaven this morning. Yes, Lord. You're not alone. Yeah. And Father, we declare right now, 2023, we will see on earth as it is in heaven. as it is in heaven. In our families, as it is in heaven, we decree and declare on earth as it is in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Woo! Let's worship, come on. 